Welcome to We Have Spoken, Chapter 5 and 6. Whatcha gonna do? But actually, Chapter 5 and 6 are called The Gunslinger and The Prisoner. Which one's called Whatcha Gonna Do? The, the both of them together are called What You Gonna Do. Oh yeah, Why? I guess yeah. They're, they're both. They're both. Uh, they're both about bad boys, bad boys. Oh, that's what true. you gonna do? What you gonna do when and they, they come, come for you? you? Yep. That's so it's like what you gonna do? I'm like I'm like huh? I'm all up in your ship and all that. I'm like yes. <laughs> when I'm all up in your ship, what you gonna do? Okay. <laughs> we'll move on because this is a children's show. What? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, and I'll just edit this part out when I tell you. All right, so uh, we we don't have a ton of time. Oh, it's a busy week this week, and it's Monday, December sixteenth. Uh, Four days. Yeah, the rise of Skywalker is coming up, and also, um, you know. Prepping for getting ready to go to my hometown for Christmas and yeah, all of this stuff. Yeah, we all have so, so much fun. And have we're just gonna, the holiday stuff. Yeah. But we can also, we're also going to talk. We'll put out an episode right after The Rise of Skywalker. About our initial thoughts. I'll record those in the car the way we always do on my phone. And, uh, and then I'll edit it that night and probably put it out that night. So that'll be fun. I will uh, need editing. Maybe not. Right? I think it's just going to be like our reaction. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. So yeah. Right. It's not like we'll be talking about anything else because there's nothing else we have in our minds. We'll have that just like yeah. all in our minds yeah. for the whole show. And then when the show's done, it just explodes. All right. Anyways, let's hurry up and tell everybody all of it. So this is going to be, I was hoping, uh, this is going to be a fast episode, I think, because oh, yeah. as Anna was just saying before I hit record, what did you say about these two episodes? Oh, I said. That they weren't very memorable, and I don't know. I just didn't like them as much, nearly as much as I like the other ones. Mm-hmm. And like, I went to school and I was talking about like, ah, oh, I didn't watch this. I didn't watch. I haven't watched the most recent Mandalorian yet. And then I realized, wait, I did. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't remember because it wasn't very memorable. Yeah. Right. Um, I think, you know, people might disagree with you, but for you, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't very memorable. It wasn't very uh, I think I agree with Anna for the gunslinger, mm-hmm. but the prisoner was really good. Okay. It was really good. Well, we'll talk about the gunslinger first, and then we'll get to the prisoner. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, we're just going to kind of go through this. This is really, like, I really want to record an episode for every chapter. So this, you know, like... We really don't have time to do this, but we're doing it anyway. So if I'm talking fast, I'm already breaking my New Year's resolution to not yeah, talk fast are. while recording an episode, and that's okay. So it starts off with uh, uh, an actor named Rio Hackford playing Riot Mar, and Riot Mar is the guy who is shooting at the Mandalorian ship at the beginning of the Gunslinger. That's so we have just, our first. What is that? What is that? That's just bounty hunter, right? Yeah, he's just a bounty hunter. Yep, yep, he's going after him, uh, and uh, he dies at the beginning right away. But he has a name, Riot Mar, and uh, you guys, you guys thought the Razorcrest had like a disintegrator weapon, kind of like his pulse rifle. Shot it, and it was just like it did kind of go into nothing. Although that's kind of how Star Wars explosions have worked in the past. Although now that we're seeing big chunks of. Death Star wreckage on a planet. So I'm thinking, like, oh, maybe that's actually not the way it works. I don't know, because when we saw the Death Star two blow up and the Death Star blow up, there wasn't big chunks flying around. No, there wasn't. I mean, so, but in we saw chunks. No, in I know in Battlefront two. I know, I know, I, I know. I'm saying like 
it's weird. Like, I guess it's a limit of the special effects, yeah. right? And maybe this show is kind of like hearkening back to those limited special effects. We know that they are using a physical model for the Razor Crest for a lot yeah. of this stuff. It's not CGI, which is amazing when you look at it. I can't believe, I cannot believe they do that. It looks so good. So, uh, so yeah, so then, you know, his ship is damaged and he lands on Tatooine and the spaceport operator that we hear telling him to, to land at Bay 35 is voiced by Steve Blum, the voice of Zeb in Rebels. Oh. Uh, pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, so we get a really nice shot as he flies over Moss Eisley. We get to see Moss Eisley really good, like a distant, like in a, from a distance from like in a, in a new hope, you know, I think mm -hmm. he even flies right by the cliff that Luke and Obi-Wan and the droids are standing on uh, mm -hmm. when they when they take a look, you know, and Obi Wan delivers that classic line of "You'll never find a oh yeah scum and villainy." You'll never find a more wretched hive, more scum wretched hive, and villainy. <laughs> totally blanked on it for a second. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he lands on this uh, Bay Thirty Five, and we see pit droids. Yay! Yay! Prequel love, uh, and they look really good. Prequel love, Nick. Yeah, most people love the prequels. <laughs> oh my! Nick isn't listening to these episodes for like six months oh, because right. he has not. He is, oh yeah, remember when you sent us? When you find this, remember we're still disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, we're still disappointed oh, in you, even though probably maybe in like six months we'll be like before um, you listen to this, we'll be like, okay, we finally are good with you not liking yeah. the prequels. Yeah. But I'll be honest with myself. That's not happening, Nick. We are not. <laughs> wow. Oh, that, that wound runs deep, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, the Pitroids look amazing. They sound perfect. Um, oh, the budget in this show is so good that they can do this stuff. Uh, and we get Amy Sedaris as the Bay operator uh, named Peli Moto. Uh, and Amy Sedaris is a comedian uh, who I have watched quite a few things uh that she's been in she's super funny strangers with candy was a show that she had it's really funny uh not for kids but uh funny yes, one thing i wanted to say about the mandalorian yeah is there are these people in my class yeah and they like they have totally different interests nothing like star wars you know interests they have different interests, interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and they're like like they never talk about star wars yeah. like I don't even know if they know what, like, Star Wars is. Yeah. Like, they just don't, like, recognize it, really. Uh -huh. And now, today, they're sitting at their table alone, and they're like, oh, hey, did you watch Mandalorian? And they started <laughs> talking for about 15 minutes wow. about the Mandalorian. I was yeah. like, I want to talk to them, but I have to do work right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just people who yes, the words were not Star Wars fans. Yeah, They're I not know. not Star Wars fans. Right. They are fans of The Mandalorian. I know. The Mandalorian. It's amazing. It's so like, cool. Thank you so much for The Mandalorian. I know, yeah. I know. Now I can talk with people about Star Wars because everybody watches it. It is amazing. It's like, super I'm, popular. It is so cool to be able to just hear people randomly talking about the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, I know I've heard it too. Even like walking through stores, I'll hear people mentioning it or talking about it. Um, in school. Yeah, no, it's, it is fun. It's really cool. This is, yeah, it's, it's like a new era of star Wars is starting right now as one is ending. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, oh, it's pretty did awesome. Did you do that on purpose? I don't know. Maybe. I didn't think um, they were going to think this was as big <laughs> as it was. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, yeah. So, now uh, they go to the cantina. Uh, or at least the Mandalorian goes to the cantina. Leaves Yodlitz in his ship. Who voices Yodlitz? I don't know. I don't think they said. But, uh, yeah, he goes to Chalman's Cantina. Uh, you know, the like Cantina. That's the Cantina? That's Chalman's. the name of it, yeah. And actually, the, the sign on it is the same as from A New Hope. I was like, wait, did it have that sign up above the door? You just never see it head on like you do in The Mandalorian. So, uh, yeah, it hasn't changed. Um, at least the name of it hasn't changed. And... Uh, there were droids working in Right. It now yes. allows droids because they're working there. I don't know. So maybe it changed ownership, right? Maybe. Um, or maybe it was just that one bartender who was just anti-droid, which maybe. the Mandalorian is too, right? Yeah. So it's funny. Now that now that the Mandalorian's there, they allow droids, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, it seems like a lot of people in the galaxy have moved on from whatever anti-droid bias there was, right? But the Mandalorian hasn't, which yeah. is understandable considering how they his parents, parents died. Yeah, I mean, it makes yeah. sense. And maybe there's more to the story I than just that. I didn't think of it that way, but yeah. Yeah. Droids killed his parents. Like, yeah. It's like how the Empire kills your parents, and then you're like, oh, I hate the Empire. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. Right. Or the Rebels For him it is, yeah. Right. Right. Um, we see in the next episode too, right? He, he, there's some anti-droid comment that he makes. How do you trust it? How do you trust it? He says in the next episode. So like he does not trust droids, right? So, so yeah. Um, and they, 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 I love that they go back to, uh, Bay 35 for just a little bit. And, uh, Pelimoto is playing Sabacc with her pit droids. And those cards are like classic Sabacc pit card, uh, cards, you know, with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, and then the Yodlet comes out. So she babysits. Yeah. She's like, Oh, hi. Uh huh. What are you yeah. doing here? <laughs> yeah. She, she reacts to the, the Yodlet the way a normal person would like, Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> a normal person um, in the Star Wars world. If right. it was in our world, everybody would like. I'd I'd faint. Mm. I'd faint. Oh, go, oh, oh, of course. How are you? People do how actually are you look. So cute. Even within the Star Wars galaxy, uh, people look at the Yodlet like, "What the heck?" Yeah. yeah. Like Toro Calican, who the Mandalorian meets in in uh, the cantina. When that we, big gun guy. No, Toro Calican is the gunslinger. He's he's the one who goes with the Mandalorian to find Fennec Shand. Oh. Yeah. We're still in the gun, the gunslinger episode, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of the guy from the next episode. Um, yeah. So so played by Jake Cannaval, Cannavale. I can't remember how his last name is pronounced, but uh, yeah, Toro Calican has a little bit of shades of uh, Anakin, uh, Hayden Christensen. There's a couple yeah. times he reminded me of him. Um, yeah. So so he asks Mando to help him bring in Fennec Shand, and Fennec Shand is. Uh, you know, the Mandalorian does not want to do this because she's super dangerous. And he says he's not going to do it until Toro says it's his first job and he needs to do it to get into the guild. Also, that Mando can keep all the money. So my question is, which do you think is the reason the Mandalorian says yes? Do you think he actually wants to help this guy? And he kind of feels like, oh, f- fine, I'll help you. Or is it only because of the money? I think it's both. Yeah. I think, you know, like, we've talked about this yeah. before, right? Like, he finds reasons to help people. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you'll pay me? Yeah, okay, I'll help you. Yes, yeah. I'll put my life on the line 
for you. For you because you're paying me. Because you're paying me. It seems like there's more to it than just money then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, so we went and got some swoop bikes. Uh, I love swoop bikes. I've loved swoop, swoop yeah. bikes ever since uh, Shadows of the Empire uh, N64 video game where you get to ride swoop bikes around <laughs> Tatooine. Uh, and I've liked it ever since you get to ride swoop bikes around Endor in Battlefront 2. Well, those are speeder bikes, but yeah. They're the same thing. They're different. <laughs> they're, oh, they're different. They're Is different. that the, the same bikes, Sabina Swoop has? bikes look more, yeah, kind of. Oh, Swoop bikes look more like Sabine motorcycles, customized. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so they swoop ride through the Dune Sea, which is again just beautiful, and like it's actually a sea of dunes. I just love it that they can show us the Dune Sea and so much of it too. Yeah, it looks like it a looks sea. so good. Yeah, except sand. Like yep. there's waves and everything. Yep. Um, and uh, I want to go to a desert like that sometime. I would love to only if I was on a swoop bike. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to if I was like just landed. Yeah. I, I had just landed in an escape pod and I had to walk to the nearest settlement, like R right. two and three PO. I mean, that's basically and where like, they were too, like, right? Like Finn, that too. Um, so, so they swoop ride, yeah, and then uh, Mando sees some Banthas, which means Tusken Raiders, and uh, Toro's looking through the binocular. And Anna, you were expecting a jump scare. Oh yeah, I was like, it's gonna be the same exact. But thing. there wasn't. But well, there kind and of then there was. Oh, there, well, was there though? There it was such a. Kind of it was such an anticlimactic jump scare. Yeah, like you kind of knew it was coming, but it was just a, a like a very basic camera pan over, and there they were, and it wasn't like ah. Or yeah, anything. but it was still kind of like a jump scare. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought they were making fun of the fact that you were expecting a jump scare. Yeah, but instead they just like panned over and yeah. there they were. <laughs> Uh, I loved it, and I love the Mandalorian using sign language to I don't communicate think it was with actual them. sign language. Well, it wasn't ASL. Yeah, right. But, but it was obviously he was, was using yeah, sign, was language, sign language, a, a language of hand it was signals. Really cool. Yeah, which like, what is the deal? Why does Mando know? Yeah, is that a Tuscan specific sign language? Oh, no, I don't think so. Is that Galactic Basic sign language? GBSL? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> GBSL. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so when they first see the uh, the Tuscans, Toro says, I heard the locals talking about this filth, and I love Mandalorian's response. Tuscans think they're the locals. Everyone else is just trespassing. It's amazing. Which is we what... We knew about that. Yeah, that is the case. Yeah. Uh, they were there first. And, uh, and yes, their ways don't make any sense to the humans who live there. And yes, they kill so humans. So much like real life, real mm. America. It can be. I, I think you know. Yeah. How misunderstanding. Came in That's the thing. I and mean, what it is 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 it's miscommunication. Yeah. A, I mean, a lot of it. A lot of it is. Some of it is just evil and people just taking advantage of people because they can. Um, but I think a lot of conflict in the world is because people don't understand each other. You know, so like seeing the Mandalorian using sign language to communicate, you know, that he stopped a fight from yeah. happening, you know, like he, it was really cool. And he stopped a fight, from, he tried to stop a fight for happening in the next episode <laughs> yeah, too. He does. He's not always successful. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, no, he's not successful. so they end up catching Fennec Shand after she tries to snipe them, right? They, they kind of bum rush her and use flares and, uh, 
she still gets a shot off on the Mandalorian and he's got this big blaster kind of scorch on his chest, which I meant to check in the next episode. I think it washed off. I don't think he has it in the next episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's, she's pretty deadly as, as the Mandalorian says, uh, earlier in the cantina, he says she's Even an, though an elite. Even though it's the other guy who traps her, not him. Well, no, the other guy gets to her, but then she beats the, the stuff out of him. And then because the Mandalorian finally got there in time, then he, he's like, put the cuffs on. So if it wasn't for the Mandalorian, she would have totally killed the other guy, uh, yeah. Toro. Wait, didn't Toro put like a gun to her head? He did. Mandalorian made her put the guns on. I mean, the well, first Toro put a gun to her and said, "Turn around," and she threw a knife at him, and then she beat the stuff out of him, and she had completely beat him, and then the Mandalorian showed up and said, "No, stop! Now put your cuffs on." Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Yeah, according to the Mandalorian, she's an elite mercenary. She made her name killing for all the top crime syndicates, including the Huts. So that's that's who Fennec Shand is, or was. I don't know. Uh, so she's dead. I don't think so. So we get the name when she's talking to them about. She's kind of saying like, "Oh, you're a Mandalorian. I heard about a Mandalorian. You know who uh, who went against, went against the guild on Navarro." So now we have a name finally for the the planet that the client and grief Karga are on in the first couple episodes. It's Navarro. So not not uh, Mandalore, yeah, not, not Sullust, not you know any of these other planets that people had thought or that I had thought that maybe Snow. yeah Navarro. Yeah, never heard that name before. So Fennec thinks that she's talking Toro into siding with her to bring Mando in, but. Instead, he shoots her once he gets the yeah. information, which I did not see coming. Did you kids see that coming? No, I that thought was he was too much of like a too much of a newbie. Yeah, right? yeah, like he'd let her take advantage of him. No, that was that was. I didn't think he was that cold blooded. Yeah, no. that, that was that was surprising. Um, and oh. uh, you know, like that's a that's a gunshot where it's not someone else actually doing it. You know, like it's you know uh, where it's like. You hear the gunshot, and it turns out it's the other person shooting yeah. you know, someone else. But it was not um, that. It wasn't that kind of a misdirected gunshot. It was just him shooting her. Uh, we don't see the wound, but later on, when the Mandalorian comes upon her, she's still just laying there. Yeah, um, in the exact and then same position. in the same position, and then he goes. He's like, "Oh, great!" And then he goes back to Mos Eisley, and of course Toro's already there because he had a swoop bike. Um, <laughs> and I wonder, like, that's a long ride. It must have taken the Mandalorian so long to get there on a dewback. Those things are not fast. Or at least when we see them walking, they're not fast. Maybe um, he, like, maybe. got them to run fast, and then... Maybe he put his flamethrower hmm. in their butt. Oh, jeez. And then lit his flamethrower on fire, and then it was like an engine. Oh. <sighs> You know, what? and it was like a rocket. No, it was the flamethrower was going the opposite way, not oh, in its butt. Okay. It was going the opposite way, oh. so it was like a rocket, and there was fire coming. I still think it just, if it was strong enough, it just pushed him like, and then he'd just fall over. Or he puts the flamethrower flame <laughs> near the dewback's butt, and the dewback farts. And the explosion of the fire and the gas propels the dewback forward at a rate. I'm just trying to figure out how this would work, Liam. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um, so Toro's holding the Yodlet hostage, and of course the Mandalorian wins, and yeah. uh, and uh, what's her name is safe, and uh, he pays her handsomely. Pelimoto um, says he, th- he says Pelly. thank you. He takes all the money he takes off all of the Toro. Money off of Toro. Now I don't think Toro had gotten paid yet for Fennec Shand. I don't think he I don't think that money is for Fennec. Because she's still out there. He didn't have proof that she was dead. Yeah, I don't think so. Um I think that's just money he had on him. Yeah. So so yeah, the Mandalorian just took it. And gave, and it, gave her too gave much it, uh, again. Yep. He gives everybody too much money. He's, he's very generous, but I mean she was taking care of the Odlets. Like he appreciates that. Especially since he seems unable to, like, he's, like, just staying locked in the ship. Like, yeah, he's not, he's not a good caretaker. But, but but at the beginning, she was just like, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to take care of the Yodla, then I'm going to make him pay me extra. Yeah. And she didn't even have to make him, he was just like, there, take the money. Mm -hmm. So, so we hear at the very end of the episode, we see a person... With boots and a cape, walk, a jingle. walk up to Fennec Shand, off up to the body of Fennec Shand, and, and, kneel, it's and, and, kneel, down. and kneel down. And, and it's Lando. It's Lando. And they have a really? cape. Yeah, that's what my friend oh, thinks. They Lando. think it's Lando because he's so stylish. He could have like spur jingles, and there's a cape, and he always wear capes. Why would Lando be there? Because Lando's Lando, and you just have to believe me because I'm the smartest guy on earth. So, I think, you know, my first thought was this must be, um... Lando! Mine no, was Lando or Krennic, because, like, there's Krennic, the people oh, I Krennic's, can think of who have Krennic's capes. Dead. I know. Um, <laughs> and I just thought, like, capes. Like, I, I thought it was Krennic. Krennic has a cool cape. Yeah. I thought that it was going to be, um, Moff Gideon. And it was. Right? Uh... <gasps> Oh, who we, we haven't seen yet, uh, Giancarlo Esposito's uh, character, Moff Gideon. Could be. Who I'm hoping we see. I'm hoping we see him for the next couple episodes. Um, I want to see that. How do we know? Love that actor, and he's. And oh, I can't wait. We don't do know. Don't know. We don't know. It's him. not him. We don't know. Oh, it's, not it's him. like you were like at first. I thought it was. No, no. Well, yeah, right. We don't know. It's not him. But um, uh, Tony, our friend Tony, he had the idea. What if it's Cad Bane? I think that's a great idea. Okay, I would love to see Cad Bane. Awesome. Although I did go back to Clone Wars episodes and listen, and Cad Bane does not have a spur jingle at that one. time. Right, he could have added it. He could have stole Bo- uh, Boba Fett's boots. Because Boba Fett does have a spur jingle, and it sounds exactly like this one. And yes, I have audio evidence, and I will play it okay. for you right now. Here we go. So the first one is from The Empire Strikes Back. No, you should Cloud have City. told us and we should have guessed. The Empire Strikes Back, Cloud City. Oh no, you'll know it. Um, it's when Vader is saying, please join me for dinner. We cooked a feast for you and we want you oh, to be well fed before we torture you. Uh, so here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Not exactly the same. What? That one goes ding, ding, ding. No, listen. 
I think oh. they took the exact same sound and reused it, I think. I think that's how similar it is. Yeah. It, it, it is oh my similar. gosh. And like if that's not Boba, they're totally trolling us. They are trolling us. It can't us, be though. Boba Fett though. I mean it could be, I guess. It is they're it is Tatooine. It's Tatooine. It's only five I really it's only it. it's only five years after Return of the Jedi. I mean I, I guess I could if, be. I want still there. he survived. Okay, so in we know he survived. No, we don't know that. In the I know George Lucas okay. said he survived, right? Well, yeah, but that's not canon. No, he said it, but it's not okay. canon. So, but we know in the aftermath trilogy that there's a character who uh, buys some armor armor that Jawas had salvaged from the dead carcass of the Sarlacc, which died because of the big explosion of the sail barge above it. Okay. Um. And, um, and that armor, I don't think is ever specifically called Mandalorian armor. We're led to believe that is Boba Fett's armor. And then it's, um, oh, what's the guy's name? He's like a lawman, basically. He's someone who becomes, uh, kind of the lawman of Tatooine, you know? Um, ah, I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, so... So there's evidence, there's a little bit of evidence to suggest that Boba is dead and someone else is wearing his armor, which maybe that's this person. Maybe, maybe it's that guy who's walking up mm-hmm. to Fennec Shand. I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping, it's Cad so, so Bane all, who stole so, <laughs> Maybe. Or we're all going to see this person that looks like Boba and everyone's going to think it's Boba Fett. And only the people who read <laughs> the Aftermath trilogy are going to be like, no, it's not. Then he's going to take his mask Cobb, off. Cobb Vance. That's his name. Cobb Vance. It's Cobb Vance. <laughs> like um, actually, in the aftermath trilogy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't think Venix Shand is dead. What do you think, Anna? Yes or no? I don't want her to be dead, but I think she is. Liam, she's dead. She's not dead. All right, moving on. Want to bet on it? <laughs> oh, that was like uh, I, I used I'll to bet you money for that. That was like the last. That's 3, like the end of every McLaughlin report I used to watch on PBS. Where he'd ask everybody a question and they'd all answer, and then he'd he'd say what his opinion was as if it was the right answer, <laughs> and then he'd say bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. Um, so so now let's talk about Chapter Six, The Prisoner, um, directed by oh actually, and The Gunslinger was written and directed by Dave Filoni, mm. uh, and The Prisoner is directed by Rick Famuyiwa. Uh, but it was written by the teleplay, which means like the actual script was by Christopher Yost and Rick Famuyiwa, but the story is by Christopher Yost. Interesting. Hmm. Um, so that's the first time we've ever seen anything like that in the credits. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. I guess maybe like Christopher Yost came up with like the basic idea. Yeah, yeah, and then it, and then they and both then wrote the script they both together. Wrote the script I together, guess that's what that could mean. He, directed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so the Mandalorian is, is landing on this uh, this space station, basically. And uh, one of the things, he meets this guy, he calls him Ran, but his name is Ranzar Mulk, according to uh, the credits. And Ran is, I don't, you don't trust him from the get-go. He just Mm-mm. seems like a shifty guy. Um, yeah. And one of the times when he's, when he's telling the Mandalorian that uh, they're going to use his ship for the job that they're going to do, whether he likes it or not, basically. He says, what's the look? Is that gratitude? You know, <laughs> I love that. What's the look? You know, like, what do you, what's your face doing behind there? 
Why would Ugh. he be grateful that they were yeah, going to use this chip? Yeah, I know, I know. So then Mando gets forced into going on this job with these guys. And this not is how... Figuratively. Not No, like, he they doesn't don't get, use the force. Oh, right, true. <laughs> um, but, but he knows that if he says no, they're not going to accept that. Yeah. This is how my nightmares start, kids. Like, I have nightmares about, like, situations like this. Um, where, like, growing up, there were certain people that I knew I was just afraid of. Like, I wouldn't even get a car, into a car with them. Like, they just... You just knew, like, certain people would just encourage you to be your worst self. You know? Be yeah. the worst person you can be. Can because that's what, funny. You know? That's are? fun. And, uh, and like, uh, oh, you want to show any sort of sign of weakness or sentimentality? We're going to make fun of that. Uh, we're going to pick apart every little thing you do and make fun of you for it. And, uh, and yeah, you know, like you never knew if you were going to, if these people were going to like strand you in the middle of nowhere or what. And, uh, yeah, just like in college too, there are situations where I'd find myself where I'd be like, I'm leaving this house. I'm just going to walk away here. Like this does not seem, um, safe, <laughs> you know, like just, it's just a, certain kind of person uh they're unhinged and these people here who who the mandalorian gets in with they are no good they're unpredictable you never know what they're gonna do you know they yeah. laugh at everything because they think suffering is funny you know but it's just it's ugh. Not. yeah so anyway we get mayfeld he's kind of the leader and uh he's played by uh bill burr who is a comedian who yeah He's okay. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of him. Um, Wait, who do you play? He plays Mayfeld. That's the guy with the big gun, okay. the gun guy. You know, the guy with the third gun over his shoulder. Uh, so Dickie he has talks. Four. He only used one though. The okay, one human. He, yeah, he's a human. Yeah. Uh, I love he he describes the Razor Crest as a Canto Bite slot machine. Looks like a Canto Bite slot machine. I thought that was kind of funny, what? even though it was mean. Um, it doesn't look. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you're right though. It's just I got to say something to criticize you. You know. Yeah. Um, Berg, who is the big Deveronian, mm, played by that guy. Uh, yeah. He laughed at well, he laughed at everything. Yeah. I that that guy was. <laughs> so he was played by Clancy Brown, who is also the voice of Savage Opress. Which uh, when you hear it, yeah, you hear it. Yeah. Um, there's Sheehan. Uh, played by Natalia Tina, and oh. I thought she was channeling Bellatrix, Le Bellatrix Lestrange. Yes, you know, like she really seemed like oh, she has that I Bellatrix. Hated her. Oh, I, I know. literally like took like yeah. a tiny little glance at her, like a tiny little like <laughs> one minute of her on screen. I was like, "Ew, get her off the screen!" Ugh, yeah, she's disgusting. She was it's like just, gross. Oh, she Jeez. was. Well, it was the oh, teeth, and and she would she the way she'd laugh at everything. <laughs> You know, and she oh, go, and she go, it was and very Bellatrixy, so right? She go, she go. Yeah, she would hiss. Oh, I, know. I hated oh, it. Right. Are you a snake? Yeah, you're like. Oh. So she's played by the actress who she plays, makes me feel stressed. Played Tonks. Oh, isn't that funny? Tonks is amazing. I know she played Tonks in Harry Potter, which is funny that she reminds that means me of she's Bellatrix. A really good actor. Didn't Bellatrix kill Tonks? Anyway, I can't remember how Tonks died. Um, anyway, so well, spoilers for Harry Potter. Yeah, and then we get Zero the Droid, which again the Mandalorian says, "How can you trust it?" Which you know he has a point, but also sometimes you just gotta trust droids. 
So it turns out that they're not, they're going to infiltrate a New Republic prison ship instead of, you know, some other criminal syndicate like uh, the Mandalorian thought originally. And, uh, he doesn't like that. He does not like that. He's he does not. The law. He well, doesn't want to do that. Like, I mean, he doesn't want to get mixed up with the New Republic. Like, that's a big organization to be, yeah, to be, you know, kicking their shin and seeing what happens, you know? Um, so. So, um, when they're kind of getting acquainted on the Razor Crest, uh, acquainted, basically, well, they're making fun, they're making of, fun of, yeah. So, so they're talking about the Mando, and uh, uh, Sheehan, I think it's Sheehan, says, uh, ask him about the job on Alzac 3. And the Mandalorian says, I did what I had to do. And she said, Oh, but you liked it. See, I know who you really are. So, oh, okay. so, she so she's like, I'm going to use your, anything. I'm going to find the worst thing that you did in your past. And I'm going to say, that's who you are. Yeah. You're that person. Because if you're not that person, then that means that I'm making the worst decisions, right? I'm making, you're not better than me. You're not better than me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm better what? than you in every way. What no, was that? <laughs> Nothing. So well, it's just, that's what people do. No, I don't know. It's just a thing, you know, like it's a thing though. People, you know, they don't want someone else to think, Oh, Oh, you may, you're making good decisions. Who do you think you are? Gandhi, you know, like, Oh, you're trying to be a good person. La dee da. Good for you. You know, like how it's just, I can't stand these kind of people. And like Liam, you were saying you felt so uncomfortable in this episode. You did not like it until the very end when you saw that they were, in prison. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like same finally, with me pretty much. they're and like the man up. Say, and and yes, and also blown up. Um, and also blown So uh, so Bill Burr says maybe he's a gungan. I mean, not Bill Burr, Mayfeld. Uh, is that why you said don't want to show your face? Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that was kind of funny. But, I actually laughed, but yeah. still also mean. Yeah. And racist to no, gungans. Ra- it's, yeah, it's and you're calling racist. people yeah. ugly. Like, don't yeah. do that. So then they find out that Mandalorian has a yodelet. Mayfeld picks him up, and I want Mayfeld to put him down. Literally. He picks him up, and I'm like... And then he literally, like, pretends to drop him. He's like, drops him, and then catches him again. I'm like, I just want to punch you in the face. Just... Put him down. You don't deserve him. Oh, these You're, people. I know the Mandalorian can't take care of him that well, but you can take care of him worse. So put him down. Stop touching him and let the Mandalorian take care of him because he actually cares about him. Get your hands off my baby. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so you know, it's it's a forgettable episode, but it made you feel strong. Maybe it made you feel feelings you wanted to forget. Yes, it did make me feel feelings I wanted to forget. So, so they drop out of hyperspace and latch on to the prison ship. Mando works on opening the door, and Sheehan whispers with Mayfeld in the background. Uh-huh. And then she just giggles. She just laughs her little high-pitched, like, just like a... Classic, and the a classic oh. mean girl, you know, like Your she's like, Bellatrix I'm laugh. saying something about you, and I'm going to laugh in front of you, <laughs> and you know that I just said something in front of you, but I don't care. Uh, the worst why? people, yeah. what the were worst they people. About? I don't know. And I if you're still whispering like about prisoning him, you've got to change. Yeah, that. Like you've got to change that. You're so, listening to this and being like, oh, I kind of do that sometimes. You've got to change that. <laughs> like that's that's not yeah. okay. No you, one's gonna like you if you do that. Yeah, you got to change your ways, yeah. listener. If you're if you're a mean girl, you stop. You stop <laughs> it. 
So they walk through the prison ship, and uh, we see some prisoners, and one of them is an Ardenian, like Rio in Solo. And do you remember who he was voiced by? Yeah. <gasps> Same person? By John Favreau. Who oh. <laughs> was making The Mandalorian. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Rio was voiced by John Favreau. So many ties with the I actors know. and the characters. I know. So, so then after Mando takes out all the droids, they make it to the, to the control room, and it's occupied by a human. Who and whose is name Matt is Davin? Matt Lanter. Yeah, I don't care. Matt Lanter. <laughs> same person. Davin is his name, played same by person. Matt Lanter, who is not the same person. Uh, Matt, Matt <laughs> Martin's know voice. Matt, Martin. Matt Martin's voice is is not Anakin worthy. <laughs> who's Matt Martin? Matt Martin is a member of the story group. We saw him at Celebration. We didn't talk to him. I was like, that's Matt Martin. I don't want to bother him. Uh, but um, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a nice I don't. Guy. Where were we? I've emailed with him before. He actually sent me some Star Wars app posters to hang up around town and uh, oh, sent me a, a shirt and stuff. He's a nice guy. Really. Uh, it was like the last day. Anyway, uh, so the vo- he Matt Lanter is the voice of Anakin in the Clone Wars. And uh, Sheehan kills him. And he presses the button that's going to bring the New Republic ships that are going to blow the place up, I guess? That's kind of weird. Like, I'll hit this button and then you come and blow the place up where I'm at. It just seems really extreme. Yeah. Like, seems like a really strange button. <laughs> strange protocol. Um, but I guess they need a way to take out... I don't know. I don't quite understand that concept, but maybe I'm missing something. So they find the prisoner that they're looking for, and it is Sheehan's brother, Quinn, who apparently Mando had left behind on some job. And they take Quinn out, and they put Mando in. Uh, but he doesn't stay in for long. He escapes, no. and it becomes a horror movie. Yes, it does. Uh, where he is hunting down these awful people. Every single And you know one. what? It makes it worth having them be so awful it because does. now you're like, oh yeah, it's on. Yeah, Mando's then, gonna get like, him. He finds one of them <laughs> and he sneaks up on them and then like cuts out and you he's oh, trying to find another. And the lights so flickering. So you have no idea. So no, you have oh. no idea what he did with them. Oh right, like, did you he never kill know. Them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what happened there? Right. It's like horror movie and it's like yeah. red and the lights are flickering. Yeah, and it shows like everyone. They're like walking. They're like. Hmm, where is the Mandalorian? Man, yeah. Yeah, now. yeah, the guy. Like, he's uh, white yeah. hallway. What's his name again? Lights. Mayfield. Mayfield turned around. Like, the Mandalorian was coming through him from that behind. That one was the creepiest one. Then he stopped, and he was in front of him or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. At, right as Mayfield turned around. Yeah. And then Mayfeld turned around really quick, and the Mandalorian was right there, and it cut out. Yeah. And we just started going, ah! Yeah. And you had no idea what happened. Yeah, that was a total, that was a total horror, horror movie. Totally. Thing with the flak. He was great lights. though. I loved it. And I you was see like, the Mandalorian, <laughs> and then you don't see him, and then you see him, and he's closer, and then you don't see him. Yeah, yeah that was, was the best. It was so cool. Um, very well done. Uh, Rick Famuyiwa did a great job with this episode, um, and uh, yeah. So then he ends up. We find out at the end of the episode, he ends up putting all of these people in in a jail cell together. Yeah. Um, but he does bring Quinn back because that's the job. Uh, he was also going to put him in the prison cell. Yeah. But then he just bring him back. Well, Quinn, Quinn said something him. about his honor and I think it yeah. did hit the Mandalorian. It it's did. like, you know, you got a point also money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I get it all for myself. I don't money. have to split it. So, um, anyways, <laughs> so he brings Quinn back and he drops him off on the same space station where the, the story started. And Rand says, after he leaves, kill him into a calm. Uh, 
and this awesome ship rises up from below and I'm like, oh, sweet, we're going to have this awesome dogfight. But then <laughs> Quinn's like, what's this? And here's a beeping sound. It's the it's beeping like, sound beep, 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 and it's the, the beacon. The New Republic is on their way and the New Republic comes in right as the Mandalorian leaves. And I shot him all up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and who's the, who are the, here are the pilots. Dave Filoni is one of the pilots. <laughs> And yep. his name is like Wolf something or other because of course it is because uh, he loves. Oh wolves. yeah. Rick Famuyiwa is another pilot, and, then Deborah, and Deborah Chow, Chow is another. <laughs> yeah. So we got three directors as pilots, which is awesome. I feel bad for the people who didn't get to be pilots who are directors. <laughs> yeah, like like Bri- Bryce Dallas Howard, and yeah. John Favreau. Yeah. Oh well, I think they're okay. <laughs> They'll probably um, have another little. Part. Maybe, maybe. So, so one thing when I watched this, when I rewatched it, I noticed that when they were shooting and we see the explosion, we see Quinn running away very fast from the opening into space, and we never see the blast hit him. We assume that um, Ran is maybe too slow, just because he kind of hobbles around. Mm-hmm. Um, he more almost certainly dies, but I don't. We don't see the whole place blow up. We do see explosions, but we don't see the whole the whole platform blow up. True. So it is possible that Quinn lived. Yeah. That is, I think it's a very good possibility, actually. Um, so he might, we, he might come back. I mean, maybe in season three or four. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yes, you know these episodes were none of our favorites, right? But they were still really fun to watch. Yeah, they were I think. fun to you watch. Know, they were, now I'm they like were capping good. them. I'm like, yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I, I think, think I think these these re- episodes <laughs> recapping are making me yeah, yeah, yeah. appreciate totally. these episodes so much more. I think that's totally the case. Like the yeah, episodes of Rebels great. that I remember the most are the episodes that we did reaction yeah. core. I don't really remember much for. Rebel episodes. Yeah. Anymore. Like yeah. it was four seasons. Yeah. And we watched all of the episodes in like a year ago and now yeah. i'm like blanking a lot of well we can yeah. watch all of them really again but we have so much to watch i know we do, we do. isn't it great so much it's not though because there's so much and <laughs> we're we lucky a lot of people day. don't have anything to watch in this year. we're lucky that we have so much to watch. it is an embarrassment of riches yeah that's what they call that so uh yeah um i think first world problem oh for sure for sure. So, yeah. I think that's it. Do you guys have any, anything else to say about these episodes? Anything we didn't talk about you wanted to talk about? Um, Good The problem. Mandalorian's armor still looks sick. It and still looks yeah. sick? Um, yeah. That's awesome? Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. um, they were good. They were good. I don't think I yeah. said that yet. All right. I'm looking forward to the last two episodes. Just, I, just got, I can't stress enough how that one... What's her name? Sheen. 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 She was just. Also, <laughs> I never um, want to see her again. Mando. <laughs> you never will. Uh, Mando. You will, actually, they're so they're all still alive. Mando was like, um, one of the guys was trying to kill the guy in the control room. Oh who's yeah. Played by Matt Lanter. Yeah, yeah. And. He was like, no, let's not. Let's just hear him out. I don't want to mm-hmm. kill you. Yeah. I didn't come here to and kill everybody people. Everybody was yeah. here to kill droids. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> everybody was talking around. Uh, and and was like, the no, only person who it. wasn't talking was that one she yeah. mm-hmm. And she was just sitting down, and we didn't really even see her. And then all of a sudden, uh, they're dead. She just yeah, throws yeah. the thing out, and they're dead. She's like, enough talking already. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm like, you just killed uh, and die. <laughs> and like, how can you just go... 
glaze over that so quickly. <laughs> just like, I just killed him just to break she you guys up care. from arguing. Like, ugh. She doesn't care. <sighs> She's yeah. terrible. I hate her. Terrible. I All hate right. her. Like, it's, like, 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 how I hate Umbridge, how I just, like, mm -hmm. see her, and I'm just like, it, it, <laughs> like, wait, 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 one it's thing to say, thing. one All thing right, to say, bye. there's those <laughs> people that you, you see in, like, movies and TV shows and stuff, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, they're so mean, mm -hmm. and there's those people you see in TV shows, and you're just like, ew, I hate them, and yeah. that's, that's yeah. that one yeah, person, and true. Umbridge, and mm -hmm. Bellatrix, mm -hmm. they're just yeah. icky, yeah, Yep, yep. So, uh, so yeah, I think we're gonna call that an episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. So, until next time, uh, don't trust any droids, I guess. Yeah. I have spoken. I have spoken.